Hey. Okay. Uh, nothing about this makes any sense to me. Okay. So the vehicle has expired tag. Why is the tag expired? Well, they're not expired anymore. Okay. When did they get renewed? Uh, within the last week. Okay. Do you have a picture of that? Of the mm. new tag on the back of the vehicle? This citation is over a tag in a parked driveway. A possible disabled vehicle being stored on property, yes. It's a 2018 Jeep. It's not disabled. and it's Nothing okay. would say that's inoperable. Because the tag was expired. How, how does this even get spotted? Who calls this in? Why does this I even didn't. happen? So you just drive around looking Absolutely. in the neighborhoods? Absolutely. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Low on revenue, I guess? Yeah. Okay. Doing my job. All right. Hey, this is the police. Move your busted ass vehicle. Low on revenue, I guess. What the hell is that? Yes, my name is Brian. What would you say you do here? Stone on air. I'm so happy I could die. But wait, don't die, right? I'm so happy I could die right now. I'm so happy since you left me. I could die because I'm so yeah, just kill me now. Welcome in, everybody, to the Stone On Air podcast. This will be available for download on February 20th, 2020, 022020. Sure, there's some kind of conspiracy theorial alignment with the moon and the stars and the twos and the zeros. Maybe. Maybe not. Coming to you very much under the weather. Um, I'm coming out of it, I think. It has been a brutal, brutal week health-wise. I'll get to that here just for a minute. And uh, the show is taking a complete uh, screeching halt, shifting gears left turn as of the last day and a half. And I had a... Well, before I get to that, I'll talk about the way that this week is going. So um, I had a panic attack on Monday. Not the first time it's happened, but the first time in a while and only the second really time in the last six months in my life. And um, I apologized on Facebook sincerely saying I've always kind of thought that this was not a hoax, but yeah, it's no really, it's no big deal. Just get over it, dude. And um, it's not, it is real and it's, uh, it's scary and then I had several people throughout the week um, through social media, uh, once at the radio station, Patty Sanders, just a doll, sweetheart of a woman. She was like, oh, hey, Brian, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, what do you mean? Hold on, huh? Huh? Oh, no, you, your panic attack. Oh, oh, no, no. I mean, I'm fine. I'm fine. That's not what I was trying to do. I wasn't vague booking. I wasn't trying to uh, cause attention to myself. I honestly wasn't. Um, I wasn't trying to uh, fish for compliments. I was legitimately saying, hey, I'm a cynical kind of a-hole a lot of the time, and you probably heard me say at some point in my life, if you've been around at all, that panic attacks are no big deal. And I just wanted to say I was wrong, and I'm wrong all the time. And I'm proud and happy to admit uh, when I am wrong, because we're all wrong, and people who don't do that are fake bleep holes. So practice what you preach, right? So that happened on Monday, and then this just, uh, I guess just coincidentally, had turned into what I thought was going to end up being the flu, but it's just a very heavy cold. Lots of coughing, lots of sneezing. It's just enough to annoy the hell out of you and make your day miserable, but not enough to keep you in bed all day. So I'm still going to go to work and, you know, lice all, all my, uh, my trails and all my traces, and it's just been annoying. I think I'm going to wake up on Thursday and finally feel 
better. And um, so there you go on that. And that's why I sound a little nasally and congested uh, right now on this Wednesday is when I'm recording it at 10 o'clock at night as the Democratic debate. The first one with OK Bloomberg uh, being on the stage, which from the little I saw on my way downstairs into the garage to record did not look like it was going very well for him, though I don't really care about any of these debates and who thinks who does well or not well in them. It's not all that important in the grand scheme of things. All right, so what I was going to do is I was going to do I had these long-winded segments. I got tons of audio. It's going to be so much fun. I got uh, Trump at the Daytona 500. I was sitting next to a guy, an MAGA type, at Buffalo Wild Wings over the weekend who was just soaking it all up, and we got along just fine. Um, I was going to talk about the weather Yes, the guy who hates small talk about the weather. I had some old audio of mine from five years ago I stumbled on the other day. I'll still do all this stuff, just not today. Uh, let's see. Oh, I was, I'm was i going to spend some time on the Astros cheating scandal. Uh, being a baseball guy, it means a lot to me. I won't get to that today. You're very welcome, Jeremy Mahoney, who always gives me a bleep about talking baseball. I had some audio from uh, NBC uh, MSNBC contributor says Bernie has no chance to beat Trump. Tr- Trump is over there, you know, shaking his pom poms for Bernie. And what else? I had several things liked and saved from social. I was going to go on to, and then I wanted to go down. I uh, spend the majority of the first segment on uh, something I am very uh, passionate about to a certain degree because I've been dealing with it with it for so long, and it made me buy the paper on Sunday. You know what the best thing about the Chattanooga Times Free Press? costing $2 every day. Well, now that makes the $2 Sunday paper seem like a steal because the Sunday paper didn't go up in price. And the headline is, uh, Plants Hit with Civil Penalties for Odor. It's Pilgrim's Pride. Downtown Chattanooga Poultry Facility cited for three violations over 18 months. Oh, I don't know. How about 3,000 violations over the course of 18 years? I've worked right next to that place for quite literally 18 years and this has been an absolute disaster of a uh, of an operation over here and oh isn't that isn't that something gentrification look at that oh you mean a bunch of quarter of a million if you're lucky dollar properties don't like the chicken plant smell or the dead chickens on the ground or the blood running from the sides of the building or the uh, all, all the riffraff that comes along with it? Oh, man, that is just shocking news. I am so surprised. Oh, and you know it's been there for 18 years when a, a block away was a good place to get a crack rock. A block away was a good place to find a prostitute and not one that you see in the movies. How convenient. Now we cite vi- violations to a company that is not doing business any different now than they've done for a generation. But I had something come up over the course of the last, well, it's been brewing for a couple of months. I didn't know it until last week, and I got the uh, the ends this week, and it made me scrap everything, and I'm going to do a one-segment show. It's the return of Stone's Throw. Heads up. It's Stone's Throw. What? What? Oh, whoa. Back up the truck. Beep. What are you talking about? Is technology making us mentally ill? Look at me. I'm stupid. I can't do math. This is not making sense to the young adult anymore, and they're tired of it. Does that satisfy you? Are you satisfied now? Oh, welcome back, old friend. It is the Stone Throw segment, which started on the Stone On Air radio show. Over four years ago... Over at Talk Radio 102.3. 
And it carried over into the podcast for a while. And then I just, I don't know, every time, every now and again, you got to change things up. But I'm, I'm not crazy pissed. This is just something that is bewildering me. It's, it, you know, sometimes there's that thing you walk in halfway on a conversation and they might be talking about something that you're interested in or not. But either way, it has a level of interest to you, but you miss the most important part or you miss the beginning or somehow you missed how it ended. And it just eats at you and you're sitting around thinking, what the hell did they mean by that? What, in what context can we make this make sense and, and get an acceptable, some kind of reasonable uh, uh, explanation as to what these people are talking about? That's kind of where I am with this situation and a code violation that I have here in the city of East Ridge. Ugh, I'm going to have to stop this uh, several times to cough and sneeze and hack. But So I, I don't know how long this is going to go. I'm just going to talk until I'm done. And I guess initially I'm just going to tell you the story leading up to it. Then I will, um, then I will read the letter that I got, and then I will play the audio that I had with Sarah Stageberg. I'm pretty certain I don't have her card in front of me right now. I think she's the supervisor of code enforcement. So with that title, it was something like that. It did have the word supervisor in it. So she's not just some absolute Yahoo, but she might still be, depending on where that rung on the ladder is. Either way, so here we go. Here's the story. So I get a uh, a letter or a notification. I don't hardly ever go to my mailbox, so I'm not sure if they put it on my door or my mailbox. I don't get any mail that I actually want. And my mail is down at the bottom of a hill that if it's even dark or wet, it could easily slip and fall. I just, you know, stop bringing me mail to the mailbox. I'll go once a week maybe. And so my girlfriend showed me, said, hey, you got this certified letter you have to go sign for. This is probably a month ago. And I'm not expecting anything. And, um, yeah, sh- there, was a, there was a shred of curiosity there for like 10 minutes until I forgot about it. And, no, I'm not going to the post office on Ringgold Road to go sign for a letter. I'm damn near certain that I got it, zero interest in having. So didn't think about it ever again from the time then until later. So then about two weeks ago, roughly, a police officer shows up at the house. And uh, my girlfriend was here and her uh, at least one young child. And it was like, hey, mommy, uh, the police are here. Now, listen, I'm a mostly law-abiding citizen, but every now and again, you're not entirely sure. I don't want police coming to my house for any reason unless I need them for assistance. And I don't generally do anything that would uh, warrant, no pun intended, uh, police coming to the house. But they came and they served, I guess as they say, court papers to, uh, to Brittany to give to me. So I'm trying to think of which order I should go here. I guess I'll go ahead and just read you and tell you what this citation is. Residential and commercial citation. The date of the uh, of the citation is January 16th. And there is a color picture, pretty clear but not totally, of a 2018 Jeep Cherokee. All windows intact, uh, straight body, good paint, full tires, and it says possible disabled vehicle. Unable to verify if operable or tagged. Okay, so there you go. I've got the citation in my hand a few days ago, and I'm trying to think, what in the hell 
make sense about this. Because all this is saying right now, first of all, I can't see the tag numbers on this picture, but they were they were uh, expired. They were expired by 16 days. December is when these tags expired, and this was on January 16th, 2020. 16 days. What's going on here? This doesn't add up. This doesn't make sense. And so I'm trying to think about it. I live on this little alleyway. And parking is pretty tough. But if you're creative, you can fit a few cars on this alley. And I'm pretty sure it's against code to park any cars in this alley. And I have been kind of at war with these elderly folks two houses down at the end of the alley. And they park their cars in the alley every single day. They always have. They always will. They don't have any more right to that than I do. If I wanted to go park my car at the end of the alley... They have a, uh, a driveway in the front of their house. I do not. So oftentimes, we'll park cars down in the hole, as we call it. There's plenty of room to put at least four more cars down there if you do it properly and respectfully, which I have learned to do over the years. This has been going on for 11 years now. They're elderly then. They're elderly now. When they drive by, I wave like I care, but I'm like, eh, F you. And then when they drive by, they wave and say, oh, F you, you know, all that kind of thing. So I'm thinking, somebody has just gone out of their way to just to just piss me off, you know, to just do something that just inconveniences me. And the only person around here that makes sense are those elder, two elderly, the elderly couple. And so I'm, are they, are they walking around looking at, at my tags to see if they're expired or not? And is it really in the code that, that a violation is strictly just a, uh, an expired tag? Now, on the roads, driving around law enforcement, it's against the law to operate a vehicle that has expired tags. How is it against the law to not drive the vehicle, leave it sitting at home so you're not breaking the law? How is that a violation of code? That's not how legislation works amongst law enforcement and municipality. Something is just not adding up here. So when I go to court, which I've never been to small town, East Ridge, any town uh, court, I don't know what to expect, but I'm expecting to ask, hey, what's the deal? Let me explain to you what I'm looking at and what are my rights here as far as what is and isn't legal with my neighbors? Uh, first of all, when I get there, this is posted on my Instagram. I took a picture. There is a metal detector that's not turned on and there's not a single security guard or any what would resemble a state employee in sight. Now, there's a few inside the one room I see lit up as in session, and I was there early, about five minutes till. I walked right around the, the uh, metal detector, went to what I guess would be the front desk, the receptionist. She told me, go into the courtroom. And so I go in, I wait, and I'm in there for about 20, 30 minutes, and this Sarah Stageberg, Sarah Stageberg, director of code enforcement, is a little late. And so I'm having to wait for her to get there, for her citations to be read. It's not like what you're thinking with a judge. It looks more like a mini city council meeting. And um, so she finally makes her way over. And I got to thinking, ding, bulb in my head. I just want to record this just in case. And what she said astounded me because I was expecting to hear, oh, yeah, there was a complaint. And so we came out to look. Now, I wasn't going to be satisfied with the situation in any way if that's what she told me. But that's not what she told me. And I captured about two minutes of our conversation. It's decent audio. It's not awful. It's not great either. This is in its entirety. I assure you it has not been altered in any way. This is the exchange between myself 
and uh, what it was a director of code enforcement, Sarah Stageberg, at the Eastridge Courthouse on Wednesday morning. Hey. Okay. Uh, nothing about this makes any sense to me. Okay. So the vehicle has expired tag. Why is the tag expired? Well, they're not expired anymore. Okay. When did they get renewed? Uh, within the last week. Okay. Do you have a picture of that? Of the mm. new tag on the back of the vehicle? This citation is over a tag in a parked driveway. A possible disabled vehicle being stored on property, yes. It's a 2018 Jeep. It's not disabled. and Nothing okay. would say that's inoperable. Because the tag was expired. Is this a normal? I mean, I get, I get that's a law. It is normal, yeah. So it's a possible disabled vehicle. So if the tag is up to date and you can show me that it's up to date, then we'll just close it out. All right. Well, I can't do that right now because the car is not with me right now. What's my next step? I mean, I just need I just need proof that it's up to date. That's it. Okay, how do I do that? Other than just walking down here and walking, finding you in this building and showing you. I mean, what's the process? Maybe you can of that? send it in an email. You can text it. You can. Out of curiosity, let me know out of curiosity, uh, how does how how does this even get spotted? Who calls this in? Why does this I even did. happen? So you just drive around looking Absolutely. in neighborhoods? Absolutely. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Low on revenue, I guess. Yeah, doing okay. my job. All right. Well, what email do I send the tag that are uh, the tags expired in December, if I remember that right? Email right there. And this would have been two weeks later. And then we'll get it closed out. I will do that today. I, I find that quite strange that that's what you guys do all day long, but okay. We do a lot more than that. That's just one. I drive around East Ridge. There's a lot more you could do. Perfect. I'm doing plenty. Disabled We've got three of us doing a lot. So this courtroom should be a lot more, more people in here than clients. this. So thank you. Yeah. Have a good day. And there you go. That was the exchange, short and sweet, but still no less bewildering as to what you're. What What are we doing here? That's the oddest part. What What is the end result here? What's the end game? And my first thought was this was a hot shot wannabe up and comer police officer who's just trying to meet quotas and trying to say, oh, hey, look, boss, look at what I did today or look how many citations I wrote today. Because they are my guess is thinking that this guy's going to well, he didn't pick up the damn letter to begin with. And he's if he gets served, he's probably not going to pay any attention to it because this is really pretty stupid to begin with. And when he doesn't show up to court, we can give him failure to show and then just fine him 50 bucks and move along or 500 bucks or whatever it might be. That's my first thought. But then when I look it up, and I just did it to make sure I got it right, I'm not trying to be disrespectful here in any way. Sarah Stageberg in the city of East Ridge is code enforcement supervisor. She has two officers underneath her. It looks like she has four uh, potential other departments that might be uh, maybe not more important or more powerful, but different inspection services of the city. So she is a supervisor. She has a couple underneath her. So that kind of goes away from me thinking that this is somebody just trying to be a wannabe hotshot saying, hey, look what I did. This is the supervisor of this division who is wasting a lot of people's time. Let's start from the timeline here of the amount of time and manpower she has wasted here on this bogus citation that at best is just a little aggressive overzealousness and at worst is just complete and gross negligence. Well, first, obviously, it starts with the citation itself. 
She, from what her, she says, from her mouth to my ears to on the audio tape that you just heard, it is normal for them to just randomly drive, drive around and check license tags to make sure that the car in your driveway has been up to date through the Tennessee Department of Transportation, which the city of Eastridge, the municipality itself, has nothing to do with. And more on what the technicalities and formalities of the code is at the tail end here. But primarily, it's law enforcement that is controlling and taking care of cars on the roads and driving whether they're legally tagged or not. So that happens, the citation itself. Then you drop it in the mail. You send the mailman or woman to my house to drop off a citation, a letter that shouldn't have ever been sent to begin with. Now, I know they're already going to be here anyway, but that's one more step that didn't need to happen. Well, guess what happens? It's certified. It has to be signed for. I'm not here, so what do they have to do? Go extra steps in their job to fill out a form letting me know that I have to come pick up something at the post office and sign for it. Now, had I gone to the post office, now you've got somebody at the post office dealing with a certified letter that they wouldn't have had to deal with in the first place if this bogus certified letter wasn't mailed. Then, of course, I'm not going to show up and get it. A police officer of the city of East Ridge to serve and protect who could be doing something like, oh, I don't know, directing uh, some some traffic around a school zone, could be in some of the rougher areas at some of the gas stations where the riffraff is, patrolling some of the uh, really just downright awful, crappy areas of East Ridge. He has to stop what he's doing and deliver a, uh, a serve papers to me at my house, taking him away from duties that actually matter. Then my girlfriend and kids see a police officer show up to the house what does everybody, especially young people, think about cops? OMG, OMG, what's going on? Everybody around the neighbors, and I don't give a damn what the neighbors think, but I'm just trying to paint a picture of a point here. And now there's a little anxiety there. Oh, then I get home, get the pack, the, the papers in my hand, take a look at it, wonder what the hell I'm looking at, who's screwing me over on my block over here, and I guess I'll try to remember to make it there on February 19th so I don't get fined because of this absolutely ridiculous citation, which fortunately I did remember. And then I have to get up, get my sick ass out of bed, go over there at 8.45 in the morning just to get told, oh, that we drive around all over the city all the time and check plates in people's driveways, which is absolute bull spit, and we all know it. So I can't help but ask myself, do these elderly people a couple houses down know Sarah Stageberg? Do they know somebody who knows her? Were they going out of their way to try to um, to just try to do something to inconvenience me? I mean, I know it sounds a little conspiracy theorist, but when nothing makes sense, you got to try to find the thing that is most reasonable. And what is not reasonable is to think that the supervisor of code enforcement in the city of East Ridge drives around looking at late model cars, not just late model cars, a late model 2018, the damn thing's damn near new, and citing people for having tags that are expired by 16 days. There's nothing reasonable about that, and that is not what's happening here. And if it is, if it is true, if I'm wrong, and that is what she's doing, what are you doing, city of East Ridge? What are you paying these people for? What is this? So for the last like two and a half or a day and a half, whatever it is, I've been looking at city code to see where the violations are 
And I don't think I have to tell anybody who's lived in Chattanooga for any length of time, East Ridge ain't exactly killing it. I regularly talk about the things I do like about this community. I love where I live. City services are pretty, pretty damn good. And I've had very good run-ins with the local politicians, which isn't much. It isn't much. I'm not going to pretend like it's a lot. But here, here's just some of the code from the papers that they sent me. This says, no disabled vehicles are allowed to be stored on property. A disabled vehicle shall mean any vehicle which is unlicensed or incapable of being self-propelled upon these uh, public streets or which does not meet the requirement for operation upon the public streets. Okay, I got you. All right? Technically... A vehicle with an expired tag falls inside of that code, inside of that wording. She didn't do anything technically egregiously wrong. It's semantics, and when we take uh, judgment out of the picture and when we take uh, discretion out of logical life, we turn into a bunch of dummies, and that's what's happening here again, unless there's just something I totally am missing. Here's something I have two neighbors in violation of over the course of the last half decade at least. Swimming pools shall be completely surrounded by a fence with self-closing and self-latching fences. I have one to my right. I have one to behind me. I don't care. I'm not, I'm, I'm not here to, to call anybody out. There aren't self-latching fences. One of them doesn't have a half of half the fence is broken the hell down. There's trash and garbage everywhere. That's the thing, too. This woman, the supervisor, the supervisor of code enforcement of Eastridge drove down my alley. Wakula is the name of it. My mailing address is South Seminole. Drove down the alley and cited me for a car in my driveway, a 2018 Jeep Cherokee with expired tags, but didn't cite. The, uh, the, the above-ground swimming pool people didn't cite the people parked in the no-parking fire lane down at the end of the alley. Didn't cite the countless violations within East Ridge Code because nobody enforces that. And the, based on the way that this community lives and operates, nobody cares. Something doesn't add up. Uh, let's see. A exterior property and premises shall be maintained in a clean, safe, and sanitary condition. The occupant shall keep that part of the exterior property which such occupant occupies or controls in a clean and sanitary condition. You could go to my property and say, I don't do that. You can go to most of my neighbors and say, they don't do that. Yet the code enforcement supervisor of the city of Eastridge, Sarah Stageberg, is driving down my alley and citing me for a 2018 Jeep Cherokee with an expired tag and ignoring all the blatant city code violations all around her. I'll say it again. What are you doing? This doesn't make sense. If this is your supervisor, you need to do something about this city of East Ridge. And this just kind of jumped in my head. I might actually start making calls to City Hall to try to track down the mayor, the somewhat newly elected mayor, Brian Williams, and see what he has to say about this that his director of codes enforcement is ignoring actual violations and issuing citations that are at best small and petty and at worst incompetent negligence. Will I get into any more of this at any given time? 
I do not know. I will splatter it all over social media. I have uh, already sent the proof of the new tags in, waited for a confirmation letter back from the city of Eastridge before I posted anything out there. I am going to tag the city of Eastridge and Sarah, again, what the hell is her name? Sarah Stageberg, right? Sarah Stageberg, just for transparency so people can understand what's going on here. But if it was that just somebody wanted to tip somebody off and say, hey, I'm, I'm irritated with these people. Here's a violation. Will you come cite them? I mean, my first guess is there's nothing legally wrong with that. Maybe there's nothing ethically or morally wrong with it either. But that's not what she told me. That's not what the director of code enforcement told me. She told me that this is standard practice to drive around East Ridge neighborhoods and cite outdated tags on late model vehicles. Of course, she didn't say late model. All vehicles. But... We all know that's not true. That's absurd. That's not, if that is the case, then the entire uh, overall department needs to be up for evaluation and needs a consultant or somebody to try to show them a better way to spend their time day in and day out. I don't know what these positions pay, but my guess is they pay good enough. And uh, regardless of what they pay, I hope it pays well. And I also hope you do a good job. There does need to be code enforcement. God, bleep, look around at this, this neighborhood, this, this, uh, this overall community of East Ridge. I have been a champion for it. I have. I talk about the developments at Exit 1. I talk about the things that, I, that, that get me excited about the things that might trickle down into this community. But I don't see much improvement throughout the city and it's not a very big damn city it's not big at all it's basically the stretch from the tunnels to bass pro shops and between that area is not much more except for a bunch of gas stations and an amigos and a bunch of empty buildings but god forbid we have a liquor store around here oh my god all oh man we'd all fall apart if we had a liquor store but hey we got plenty of antique malls hey you want to get a tattoo you're in Need a payday loan at 30 plus percent? We got you covered, bro. And a community where code violations are violated vastly. Don't you dare have a 2018 Jeep Cherokee. Straight body, great paint, no broken glass, full tires, only an expired tag by 16 days to warrant a code violation from the supervisor of the Codes Enforcement Office, Sarah. Stageberg. There you go. That was the longest Stone's Throw segment in the history of uh, the podcast or the old radio show. I am going to do another podcast Friday, Saturday, into Sunday, and have it available on Monday. A little bit of it will be dated, but I did so much audio preparation that I cannot let it go by the wayside. Hopefully, you'll join in. If you're a new listener, I appreciate you. All I do is talk about the passing parade of life and Today and this week, it was all about this absurd, absurd citation. And you know, I'm not crazy mad. I was very irritated as it went along. I was, I actually, sometimes I was even sitting there thinking about it. That's why I decided to record it. I was like, you know, hell, if you're going to have to be inconvenienced, might as well uh, try to get some radio material and some podcast material out of it while you're at it. Speaking of radio material, as long as this doesn't change with, with Jeff Styles, you never know. I hit him up on his radio show. I mean, he's got a radio show. I hit him up through text on 92.7 Nougat Radio here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. He is there Monday through Friday, 7 until 11, I think. And right now, scheduled 
to be out on his show at 8 a.m. on Friday to talk about this. That radio station is based in East Ridge and primarily gets a lot of its advertising revenue from the city of East Ridge. And I've talked to his producers, and I've given them the audio from uh, from the courthouse. And unless something blows it up and changes, who knows? You never know in the radio world. The broadcast radio world is a stickler kind of place. And you never know when someone's going to say, yeah, I don't think so. Don't want to upset this person because that might upset that person. That might upset that person. I don't know. We'll see. But as of right now, I'm scheduled to be on with Jeff Styles, 8 a.m. on 92.7 FM here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. All right? That's all I got. Talk to you again, hopefully, by Monday. See you later. Bye.